Good morning. This is the first podcast of 2021, and I want to talk to you a little bit about being the difference. One of the definitions of the word difference is a significant change in or effect on a situation. Now, it may seem hard to believe, but we have the ability to walk into a situation and change the whole atmosphere of the situation. We have the ability to come in and the way we speak causes peace to take place. We have the ability to walk into a room and order takes place. We have the ability to uh, give suggestions that will make a whole organization successful. Most importantly, we have the ability to walk into somebody's life, give somebody a smile, a hug, a word of encouragement, and completely change their outlook on life. And so through this podcast, I want to impress upon you that you can be the difference. This short story is called All the Difference in the World. Every Sunday morning, I take a light jog around the park near my home. There's a lake located in one corner of the park. Each time I jog by this lake, I see the same elderly woman sitting at the water's edge with a small metal cage sitting beside her. This past Sunday, my curiosity got the best of me, so I stopped jogging and walked over to her. As I got closer, I realized that the metal cage was in fact a small trap. There were three turtles, unharmed, slowly walking around the base of the trap. She had a fourth turtle in her lap and she was carefully scrubbing uh, with a sponge. Hello, I said. I see you here every Sunday morning. If you don't mind my nosiness, I'd love to know what you're doing with these turtles. She smiled. I'm cleaning off their shells, she replied. Anything on a turtle's shell, like algae or scum, reduces the turtle's ability to absorb heat and impedes its ability to swim. It can also corrode and weaken the shell over time. Wow, that's really nice of you, I exclaimed. She went on. I spend a couple of hours each Sunday morning relaxing by this lake and helping these little guys out. It's my own strange way of making a difference. But don't most freshwater turtles live their whole lives with algae and scum hanging from their shells, I asked. Yep, sadly they do, she replied. I scratched my head. Well then, don't you think your time could be better spent? I mean, I think your efforts are kind and all, but there are freshwater turtles living in lakes all around the world and 99% of these turtles don't have kind people like you to help them clean off their shells. So no offense, but how exactly are your localized efforts here truly making a difference?
the woman giggled out loud. She then looked down at the turtle in her lap, scrubbed off the last piece of algae from its shell, and said, Sweetie, if this little guy could talk, he'd tell you I just made all the difference in the world. The moral of the story is, you can change the world. Maybe not all at once, but one person, one animal, and one good deed at a time. Wake up every morning and pretend like what you do makes a difference. Because it does. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Now, Jesus speaking to the people told them that you are the light of the world. If you are in Christ, you have been called and commissioned to be light. Why? Because we live in a dark world. We live in the world where a lot of terrible things happen. A lot of injustices happen. A lot of pain and hurt take place. And we have the call to be light in the midst of this darkness. Now, Jesus also tells us what we should do with this light. We shouldn't hide it. We shouldn't um, keep it to ourselves. But we should display this light. Um, we shouldn't let somebody that's in pain just stay in their pain. We shouldn't let somebody that is hurt just stay in their hurt. We should do what we can to give people hope. And this is why Jesus says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. We have to give the people something that they can see. It does no good to say that you have faith and to say that you are a child of God and you never show people what being Christ-like is all about. And so you have that call, that ability, that power to be light in the midst of somebody's darkness. You are that smile that somebody needs. You are those encouraging words that somebody needs to hear. You are that hug that somebody needs to feel. And we have to be the light that shines in somebody's darkness. Not so that we can get glory of our own, but so that somebody can know that there is a God that cares so much about them that they would send you into their life to give them hope. And so, you are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father 
which is in heaven. Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. Now, in this passage of scripture, we see this man that was lame from his birth. He couldn't walk, which in that time, um, he was not able to work. He was not able to make a livelihood of him for himself. He was in all um, intents and purposes, somebody that was overlooked and ostracized by society, um, the medical practices of that time weren't of such where um, that they would be able to give him any kind of temporary fix um, for his legs or, you know, give him a wheelchair or things like that. So every day, his friends would, friends and family would carry him from his home to the gate of the temple so that he could ask for money. Now, there's something to be said about the dedication of his family and friends uh, carrying him every day to the temple, but that's for another blog or a podcast. Um, they, he wasn't allowed in the temple because of his medical condition. Um, he was technically considered unclean, and the belief in that time was that because he was lame from his birth, either he had sinned or his parents had sinned, um, and so he would be considered unclean and thus not able to go into the temple. And so they sat him outside of the temple. Every day, he would ask for money, and this was his livelihood. He would just ask for money. Um, and many times, people would overlook him, and there were those that would give him money. But this was his entire livelihood.
for his entire life. And we don't know how old this man was, but we know he was grown, he was an adult, and he had been doing this for a long time. And so enters Peter and John going to the temple to do their their, their worship. And this beggar, this lame man, asked, asked them for, for some money. And Peter and John, you know, looked at him and, and, and told him, look at us, you know, look, fasten your eyes on us, you know. And he, Peter told him, silver and gold have I none, but what I have, I'm about to give you. Now, up until this point, everything that this man had received was a temporary solution for his permanent problem. And so what John and Peter were about to give him was a permanent solution for his permanent problem. And we have a a problem in the, the the body of Christ and abroad. Uh, we have a pandemic, if you will, of people that tend to offer temporary solutions to permanent problems. You know, they they give a man a fish instead of teaching him how to fish for himself. And so, Peter and John said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And they picked him up and immediately the bones in his feet and ankles received strength and he was able to walk. Now what this did for this man made all the difference because now he was able to work. He was able to make a living for himself. He was able to go into the temple and worship he was able to, you know, go wherever he needed to go to do whatever he needed to do. And so we have been gifted with being the difference maker in people's lives when we follow Christ. We don't have just the ability to give out a temporary solution but a permanent solution. And you never know. You never know what your act of kindness can do for a person. You never know when, you know, somebody was was planning on taking their life, but because you stopped and talked to them about Christ or you 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 bought them lunch or you 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 smiled and acknowledged them or you simply gave them a hug that that didn't stop them from taking their life you know we we can and are supposed to be the difference
Well, as we wind down this podcast, you heard one short story and two biblical accounts to show why it's important that we are the difference. You know, whether it is another person, an animal, or, you know, a a company you work with, you have the power to be the difference. You have ideas that are valuable. You have compassion, you have love, you have genuine care, and you have that soft touch to give somebody hope in the midst of this dark and dying world. And so I want to encourage you to be the difference. Just like we were called to be light in this world, we were also called to be salt. And salt is a preservative. And so we have the power to preserve life. We have the power to preserve somebody's hope. We have the power to restore and preserve somebody's idea of love after they've been hurt and broken. We have the power to be the difference in somebody or something's life. And so that's what I want to encourage you with today. God bless you. And until the next episode.